maybe I can't totally relate to our main character for today's episode of Capers and Cocktails because I have no desire to have a child and certainly would prefer to have half a million dollars over having a child, but I guess to each his own. In one of the stranger tales of this season, a woman in a Walmart offers a boatload of money to buy a baby. Welcome to Capers and Cocktails, a true crime podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously and gives you something to enjoy while you listen. The following content may be disturbing to some. Discretion is advised. If you're enjoying one of our themed cocktails, ensure you're of legal drinking age and have fun, but drink responsibly. It may be hard to believe, but it's the Paloma that's widely known to be Mexico's favorite cocktail, not the margarita. I was as surprised to read that as you probably are to hear it. Some have even deemed it the national cocktail of our neighbor to the south. The Paloma wasn't created until after 1938 because that's when Squirt, the Paloma standard, was first created. No one really knows where the name came from. It means dove in Spanish, paloma. And it's possible it got a little mixed up with another Spanish word for grapefruit, which is pomelo. That seems logical to me since squirt is grapefruit flavored soda. It was first mentioned on a California menu, the paloma, in 1999. In its original form, it includes only two ingredients and is best enjoyed during a hot summer day. And in its history, it's mostly just found at people's homes during house parties, not so much on menus and cocktail bars. These days, though, that has shifted, and it's a posh thing to drink in modern Mexican restaurants in the U.S., as well as something good to order in a hip bar. And if you ask Juan Pablo de Loera, a tequila consultant, quote, I don't know anybody that would measure out a Paloma. It's just a pour of tequila over ice and however much soda you would like. Well, sorry, Juan. At least for the purposes of this episode, we're going to measure-ish. And we'll add some more ingredients, because we're fancy. For the cocktail, we're going to rim a glass with salt and add a lime wheel. Again, we're fancy. Then we'll take two parts tequila, a half a part lime juice, and add those to the glass. We'll top the glass with ice and then add as much grapefruit soda as we want. For the mocktail, rim that glass. Add the lime wheel and then put two parts non-alcoholic tequila, half a part lime juice, and toss those into the glass. Fill it with ice. Then top with grapefruit soda. Stir it up and try to stave away the heat with this refreshing treat, (laughs) aka drink up. In the checkout line of a bustling Walmart, an extraordinary and unsettling incident unfolded, forever altering the lives of those involved. Amidst the hum of shopping carts and the beeping of checkout machines, a seemingly ordinary moment took a chilling turn. Picture this. A mother patiently waits at the self-checkout line, her infant son cradled in a car seat carrier, while her one-year-old sits inside the shopping cart with innocent curiosity. Little did she know that the mundanity of this scene would be shattered by the arrival of a stranger. An enigma, and I do mean an enigma, in the form of a woman named Rebecca Lynette Taylor. Five foot nine inches tall, around 150 pounds, with wild strawberry blonde hair, Rebecca Lynette Taylor somewhat resembles Jennifer Coolidge as her character Fiona, aka the stepmom, in the 2004 classic starring Hilary Duff, A Cinderella Story. YouTube viewers, tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) Rebecca approached the unsuspecting mother, her voice laced with an unsettling mixture of fascination and determination. Unbeknownst to them, their lives were about to intersect in a strange, somewhat harrowing way. 
Crockett, Texas is a small town about halfway between Dallas and Houston. The town was named after, I'm sure you guessed, Davy Crockett because Texas loves its heroes and also because evidently Davy camped near where Crockett is now located on his way to the Alamo. Remember? Get it? (laughs) With a population of less than 10,000 people, it's one of those places where people know lots of people. Another one of those safe, don't lock your doors kind of towns, I suppose. It's the kind of town that's not big enough for a Target, but big enough for a Walmart. Speaking of Walmart, in the second week of January 2022, Rebecca walked into that Crockett store, according to her, to buy some puppy pads. She was blissfully unaware that her actions would soon thrust her into the spotlight of a very strange crime. The events that unfolded on that fateful day, as detailed in the Affidavit of Probable Cause, filed by Lieutenant Aaliyah Price of the Crockett Police Department, would leave the community a bit stunned and searching for answers. Approaching the mother with curiosity, Rebecca fixated on the baby's striking features, blonde hair and piercing blue eyes. She made a peculiar inquiry, seemingly joking at first, about purchasing the child. Brushing it off, the mother laughed, assuming it to be a joke. But Rebecca persisted, claiming to possess $250,000 in her car that she was willing to pay for the child. The mother firmly, naturally, declined the offer, saying that no amount of money would tempt her to part with her son. As the conversation went on, it was clear that Rebecca really, really wanted to buy the baby. She said over and over that she was interested and that the child in front of her was right for what she wanted. Even though the mother was getting more and more uncomfortable, Rebecca kept pushing the issue and didn't listen to the mother's advice to stay away from her son. Some reports say that Rebecca actually was at the Walmart with another woman. Uh, The second woman asked what the child's name was, but because the mom wanted to protect her child, she wisely refused to tell them the child's name. Somehow, though, both Rebecca and the other woman started calling the child by name, which showed a level of knowledge that couldn't really be explained. I mean, that's creepy. Maybe they'd been following that mom around the store or something. Like, extra, extra creepy. The scary situation got even worse in the Walmart parking lot. Rebecca wouldn't take no for an answer, so she yelled at the mother and raised her offer to an outrageous $500,000. She said she couldn't get enough of the child and would get him by any way possible. Fearing for her and her children's safety, the mother quickly put them in the car while Rebecca hung out behind a black SUV and made it clear what she wanted to do. This is so weird. The mother drove off and headed straight for the police department. After the scary incident happened, police officers carefully looked at the store's videotape, which backed up the mother's story and confirmed her fears. With proof in hand, the Crockett Police Department went after Rebecca. First, they went to her house to question her, and according to the Crockett Police Department, quote, she told me that she doesn't like thieves. Then she stated I could speak with her attorney and get off her precipice. She slammed the door shut, end quote. The DA thought they had enough to charge her, so they drew up a warrant. Yes, Rebecca was arrested for her actions. She was taken into custody and charged with the offense of attempting to purchase a child, a third-degree felony, which I think is weird that you even have to have as a listed crime. This means she wasn't the first person to do this? There has to be another reason that this crime exists. I, I mean, I guess, I mean, it's so that women don't sell their children. I don't, it's very strange. 
I guess, well, Rebecca definitely fit the bill for the crime. And for Rebecca's part, she denied the entire incident. She would say, quote, I walked in and tried to buy some potty pads for my micro Pomeranian and I walked out and somehow this happened. 1000% not true, end quote. Rebecca's bond amount was set at $50,000 and she was released from the Houston County Jail. She continued to proclaim her innocence, telling a Fox News reporter, quote, absolutely fabricated. And I'm just going to put myself in the loving arms of Dick DeGuerin and he'll take care of it. I can't believe people can just make things up and all of a sudden charge you with a felony, end quote. I don't think I've ever heard someone say they're going to put themselves into the loving arms of their attorney, but okay. I just, this woman is straight out of a Jennifer Coolidge movie, as Jennifer Coolidge, any of her characters, but she's real. Even the hair, anyway. So the ultimate question on many cases of capers and cocktails, and this one is no exception, is why? What would compel you to want a child so badly that you're willing to spend money to get one, but like, in that way, why would you want a child at all? Just kidding. (laughs) That's just me. I feel like in another world, Rebecca might have made some seriously bad choices, like stealing a baby type choices. But it seems like she just didn't have the energy, confidence. I don't know. She seems brash as hell. Maybe it was a joke that got out of hand. Who knows? Rebecca Lynette Taylor was arrested again on Monday, May 22nd, 2023 in Temple, Texas, for failing to appear to face the original charges. She was transferred back to Houston County before bonding out again on June 12th. We'll see if she shows up to face her charges. Somehow I wouldn't hold my breath. Also in early 2023, she found herself entangled in a new web of trouble. The details of this latest incident are murky. Okay, they're not murky, but despite the fact that a woman attempted to buy someone else's baby, I'm not going to divulge the court records I found. Even weirdos deserve their privacy, and I definitely put this woman on the list of grade A weirdos, especially with her chosen hairdo. Thanks for hanging out with me. I hope that the mom and her babies are doing well, and I hope that Rebecca gets some much-needed help, or at least, like, goes to court when she's supposed to. What a weird little story. I'm glad it turned out okay for everyone involved, except for maybe Rebecca, but she kind of deserves it, I think. Next week is our skipped upload, but in two weeks, I'll be making the cocktail that is probably my favorite one of the whole season. Speaking of which, it might be a little out of season since it's probably better when it's not 100 degrees outside, but just drink it in the air conditioning. And a crime that literally makes no sense. Stealing a piece of street art that's painted onto a literal building. Perfect for capers and cocktails. Join us on Instagram to answer such poignant questions as, would you buy a baby? Just kidding, I don't even think I asked that question, but there are fun ones. I also post a lot of true crime memes on my Insta story, so check it out, laugh with me. I also post things from some of my podcasting friends, so if you're in the market for new podcasts, it's a good place to check that out. I'll see you in two weeks, and please, don't offer to buy anyone's babies. I promise you, it's, it's not worth it.